Hello and welcome to a OV member spotlight session and we have John Colley with us this week and we're going to be talking about Udemy affiliate marketing. Um, if you're watching and you want to comment, I've got the Q&A app running, so use the Q&A to make some comments in there. And I'll also try and bring up the stream in a minute and see if I can keep an eye on that as well. But I can guarantee I'll respond to your comments if you put them in the Q&A. So hello, John. It's great to have you on the Hangout. And uh, we've talked a few times via email and message and stuff and bumped in, but it's great to have this Hangout for the first time. I'd just like you to just give people uh, a little bit of your background and what you're currently doing on Udemy, if you would. Yes, yeah, sure, Mark. Thank you very much for inviting me on. Um, it's a great pleasure to be here and to meet your community. Uh, my background, I started after university uh, as an army officer. So I spent five years, I uh, went to Sandhurst, which is our um, equivalent to West Point, um, and spent five years as a British army officer in the 80s when life was actually very boring. Uh, there wasn't anything like the amount of global conflict, which unfortunately is happening at the moment. And then in 1988, I went into investment banking and I've spent 20 years as an investment banker. I've focused on the tech sector since 1988. I've co-founded two investment banking boutiques. Um, and my online journey started in 2010 when I started my Six Minute Strategist blog. I set up my first po po podcast in 2011. And then I joined Udemy in, 2000, um, in July 2013, uh, following a Chris Ducker um, mastermind where I met Rob Cubbon, who told me all about Udemy. And I've been um, hooked on Udemy and making courses um, ever since. And I started my own podcast in about online learning in 2013 in October. So at the moment, I'm really just passionate about teaching from my own experience and trying to create as many interesting high quality courses as I can. And I'm just absolutely loving it. And how many courses have you got on Udemy at the moment, John? I'm just about to launch my 14th. Uh, one of those is my online learning podcast, so that's free. So that's, that would be 13 paid courses. Okay, so I've, I need two more to catch up with you then. So. Oh, you'll, you'll have, to, you'll have to, to move faster than that. I've got about another six on the stocks. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's, that's great, John. I just want people to understand, uh, you know, that you've, you know, the courses you've got. You've got a few courses. You've produced a few courses. So you know the ins and outs of... Um, you know, Udemy course creation. I just wanted to get people to understand that. I just wanted to just quickly, just briefly, just talk um, to everybody. And I just want to say a quick shout out to Phil's in the Q&A and Christy and Gisela say hi. So hi to you guys. Uh, thanks for uh, participating. But there's two ways to make money on Udemy, and people don't realize. I just want to talk about that a little bit, about the two different ways, because you've got Udemy course creation, and then you've got affiliate marketing. So can you just give us a quick, and the reason we've got John on today, guys, is because John's got an excellent course on how on Udemy affiliate marketing. So if you want some more in-depth on what we're going to cover today, an in-depth course, then obviously we'll put an offer in the description later on when it goes to YouTube live, and you can access that. Um, but John's very keen on just giving information. He's not, you know, doesn't want to hold back or anything. He just wants to give information today. So we've got an hour to sort of, you know, to, to question him and stuff. But John, if he's going to explain affiliate marketing to somebody, how would you describe it? What is affiliate marketing if someone's never heard of it before? Well, in essence, 
it's the difference between either selling your own content or being paid to sell somebody else's content to your audience. And with uh, Udemy Affiliate Marketing, you are basically taking other instructors' courses and you are going out there through a, a range of different means, and we can talk about that if you want, and finding an audience for those courses, which those courses wouldn't otherwise find, and selling those courses to that audience. And you're getting paid for that effort. So you're creating sales for that instructor for that course that otherwise wouldn't happen. And it's quite right, you should get rewarded for that. And the rates can be quite good as well, can't they? What's the typical sort of rate you can get from a sale on, on Udemy? Yeah, the, the standard rate on Udemy is 40%. Um, but if you do get established and you're a successful seller, they may bump it up to 50%. Now, if you compare that to Amazon, where you can get between 4 and 8%, and if you think about the, the ticket prices, now, let's be realistic about Udemy course prices. Very often, you're selling courses as, a, as, as part of an offer, but you can still be selling courses at, at $19, $29, $39. And so for a single sale, you know, to get 40% or 50% of that is actually you know, quite reasonable money. Okay, okay. Because I know I've been contacted by a lot of people um, and – you know, they ask me for a coupon code that they can then go and share with people. And that's a really, I suppose, I would say soft form of affiliate marketing because the affiliate isn't really guaranteed any income because it's reliant on the instructor. So I wanted to just clarify that a little bit, John. It's not strong, is it? It's actually having been direct in the affiliate market. No, the, the weakness with that approach um, – is that you're essentially setting up a whole series of manual transactions, which then become quite difficult to manage. So if I gave you a coupon for one of my courses and you, we just did it between us, you know, every month I've got to go and look and see how many sales have come through on that course. I've got to probably produce you a little report to prove to you the numbers that, that have actually happened because I can see them, you can't see them. Um, and the whole thing becomes very um, time consuming. So for me as an instructor, although you might think it's a great wheeze because you can make money out of it, it's not an attractive proposition because you're asking me to do a lot more work to help you sell my courses, which that time could I could be productively putting into something else to help me sell my courses, if you see the difference. And yeah. I, I like systems that make life simpler. I don't like systems which make life more complicated. Yeah, I'm absolutely with you 100% on that, John. Um, so if I'm going to, you know, am I going to – actually, before I go there, I just wanted to come back to this, you know, this the thought of actually, you know, the creating courses. Now, the advantage of creating a course is it's your own property. You know, you own that course. You can sell it on other marketplaces. It doesn't have to be unique to you to me. I've got all my courses, for example, on my website. Um, and other people have got their courses on Skillshare and Skillfeed, and there's lots of different marketplaces you can put stuff on, but you own it. So you don't necessarily own the content on, you know, an affiliate, but the beauty of it is you can sell any course that's on the market. So if you can figure out, and I think we're going to talk about this later, aren't we, John? But if you can um, figure out what the successful courses are, the courses to pick, and I know we're going to come to this, you can now sell, 
you know, a number of different courses, you know, you're not limited in what you present to your audience. So, you know, it's, it's, you can pick the most popular courses and decide to promote them. Um, and that's quite powerful, isn't it, John, when you, when you start thinking from an affiliate point of view? Well, it's, it's, it's quite difficult if you're banging the drum for your own course, even if you've got several courses, as I do, to um, it, it, it's, it's more complicated than just going out there and being able to market it. But you're right. Last time I did a full review of the, the Udemy marketplace, there were over 9,000 on there. I'm quite sure that number's closer to 12,000 today. And they're in 147, last time I counted, categories and subcategories. So you have a vast range of product to sell. And if your audience is niched down to a particular area, or you know you can set up a, um, maybe it's a Twitter account which is focused around um, photography, then you know, you know that there are probably 200 photography courses that you can market one way or the other um, without doing much more than touch with some of the leading instructors and and working with them to get coupons out. So you could actually pick a category and and then you know that you've got a following for and then develop uh, an affiliate strategy for those people in that category. That's certainly one approach. There are lots of different ways of doing it. If if Udemy, for instance, put out a um a, you know a universal code that applies to everybody who's opted into the the fixed um codes, then you can take that code and promote that code across a whole range of categories um, but you need to to do it quite broadly because there will be courses in those categories and subcategories that have opted out of, of that and the code won't work so there's there's a you know it's it's horses for courses and there there are different tactics you you can devolve to to you know to effectively do it it's not it's not as simple as just getting a coupon code and promoting it as ever with any of these things there are layers of complexity that you need to understand as you go through it which is why I'm glad we've got you on the show tonight, John. So I'm showing my complete ignorance here. And, and you shouldn't be daunted by it at all. You just start at the beginning and you gradually get better at it. Okay, so what, what do we, well, you know, so let's just say I'm interested in um, doing some uh, affiliate marketing uh, for Udemy courses. And before I even go to Udemy, before I even sign up, what sort of things uh, sh should I have, or do I need to have, or maybe I don't need to have? But where would you where would you recommend people start? What what this what sort of you know social followings that sort of thing do they need? Would you suggest, John? I think um, the first thing to say about this is U Udemy is is vague deliberately. I think about precisely what it expects you to have, but some of the the evidence of what they want is in the questions they ask. So you definitely need your own website. I think that's beyond any doubt. And you need to demonstrate that you are socially um, uh, capable on the web. Now, as a benchmark, the number I've heard is 500 unique visitors a month, which actually is not very many Dean a day. So that's not a huge amount of traffic. But you do need to have a, web, a website set up. And, and I think you need to have a presence on at least a number of social media platforms. And the ones I would look at would be Twitter, Facebook, possibly Google+, Plus, definitely YouTube, and then possibly things like Pinterest and Instagram 
because those are really exploding and you can be quite effective with marketing on, on those platforms. So you need presence there and some sort of understanding of it. Taking it to the next level, um, you get asked by the application form what your traffic strategies are. So you need to understand um, how to drive traffic and how to create traffic for your websites. Now, you don't have to be an expert and you don't have to um, employ all these techniques, but you need to understand the idea of, of um, creating a funnel to drive it where you want them to take action. Um, they ask you if you know anything about paid search. I actually do almost no paid search. So I, you know, I'm still an affiliate. For you. you need to um, be able to, to indicate whether you're going to use organic search. They ask things like, um, do you have a mobile app that people can, can use or paid ads, which I think are quite sophisticated about email marketing and they say social networks. So that's why I come back to the presence of social networks. So if you can take organic search, email marketing, social networks, you don't have to get into the really sophisticated heavy duty stuff. And I would strongly recommend when you're starting out that you don't go into any sort of paid advertising. What you want is a system that will give you an income where you're not laying out and risking cash flow ahead of that income. Mm -hmm. So you'd recommend people uh, use the free mechanisms of social media, uh, a good newsletter campaign, those sorts of things, and then maybe generating enough revenue um, to actually then maybe experiment from that to actually then go out and start playing with paid advertising. Would that be a strategy you recommend, John? Yeah, if, if they want to do that. Uh, I mean, I think it depends what their expectations of this are. And I, I'm, I have a strategy where none of my Udemy affiliate marketing is dependent on paid ads. And um, what I teach exactly the system I use, but essentially I rely very heavily on Twitter and I'm building up my Twitter presence. Now at the moment, I've got about 15,000 followers across four accounts on Twitter that I use for my promoting. But imagine when I've got 150,000 people on those accounts. And that's how I'm developing that snowball. And that's just a question of organically developing those accounts and building them up um, slowly. So in 12 months time, you know, I might have three or four times the number of people on the, on the accounts. And that should have a direct impact on my reach and on the, the income I get from it, not a paid ad in sight. Excellent, excellent. So people don't need to lay out. They can, they can actually do this organically. And one of the things I always encourage people with, the, with residual income models like this is understanding that there's a lot of work at the beginning. You don't see the fruits of your labor. You know, it can often be three, six months, even nine months before you really start to see the fruit of your labor. And you've got to have that mindset, haven't you, John, with things like this? You're not just going to get an affiliate account and be making $5,000 tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll be honest. I make three to $400 a month with my affiliate um, marketing Udemy courses, but I take five minutes a day to do it. So for me, because I've got everything set up, that's a great return. And one thing I would urge you to do, whatever you're doing, when you get started, start setting up scalable, replicable systems. Do it in an organized manner so that if you have to come back and just change, say, a, um, a, a coupon code because you're doing a, a Udemy-wide, you have um, a, a spreadsheet where you can just drop in the new coupon code and copy-paste values to get 
your new links, which you can then um, take forward. And that should, once you've got it set up once, should then take you a few minutes uh, if the original setup takes you an hour. Okay. So, you know, so when you look at that then, so with your income at the moment, as you scale, that income should scale, correct? Correct. And my, my, the, my scaling will come from the growth of my social presence and the, the increase in reach that I get for my um, for courses. Plus, I'm adding more courses to my um, Udemy marketing all the time. And I'm also trying new tactics all the time as I get you know, new ideas and you know, I try them. And some work and some don't. Mm, um, and mm. so that's how I expect to scale it. I'm not, I'm not expecting it to scale, um, by, you know, suddenly going into Facebook ads or anything like that. Um, I want to, I want a simple process, which and it's a day and, you know, gradually build it up to a point where maybe it's earning me a thousand or $2,000 a month. Mm, and I'm very mm. patient and, and happy to do it that way rather than spend fighting it like mad not being able to do anything else um, and, and actually possibly getting frustrated. So, you know, slow, gradual, organic, what I'm looking for. And there's, there is no get rich quick, do this instantly, make it all work fantastically well. Um, if you're starting from scratch to understand it. And I've been, you know, I've been on Udemy since July, 2013 and I started selling Udemy courses as an affiliate within two months of joining Udemy. And for the first three months, I earned almost nothing because I didn't know what I was doing. I had the Udemy course to take. Mm. Yeah, and, and, and I think, um, you know, obviously your course is going to help people that want to actually shortcut that learning curve because you've had to go through it the hard way and learn it. You, you think we are going to put a discount for that in the end. Um, so there's some of the things we need to be thinking about, but it's about long-term growth, isn't it? It's thinking in, 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 in that long-term organic growth, you know, like you say, experimenting, tweaking, trying different things, and, you know, just growing it slowly over time. But as your, you know, social presence grows, and as your skill, because it's an acquired skill as with anything, isn't it? Because you're actually doing a very specific form of marketing that develops direct income. And as that grows, obviously, you're going to grow. So I just wanted people to really understand it's not a get-quick-rich get scheme, and but the people that win at this are the marathon runners, not the sprinters. So absolutely, and we we have, we have the London Marathon today. So, um, and a very apt metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> so now, so that's that's probably where we need to be thinking on the affiliate side. You know, we need to be you know having a good social presence. Uh, uh, Udemy are going to be looking. You know, that we've got a website. They're going they're going to want some type of. Um, confirmation that we're capable on the internet and so they're going to ask questions that we have to go through to get them so where do we start then john what what's you know so great affiliate marketing is great i think there's all these courses out there and they're really good and maybe i can do this maybe i can sell it to my followers maybe i can you know i've got a great social following already maybe this is something for me um so what do i do do i go to the udemy website or you know how do i start well, there, there are two things you need to start with, and we can talk about both. First is is actually applying for an affiliate account, which we can talk about. And then secondly, it's um, actually getting some courses that you can promote. 
um, and I don't with how to how to go about. And I, I mean, I there there are it's pretty self-evident what you have to do, but I can explain the simple process of setting up or applying for the account. Yeah, um, if you just we take can through the simple about, process, John, that'd be great. Yeah. The starting point is simply by going to udemy.com forward slash affiliate. And there, that on that page, you will find the, the button that says apply for an account. Now, uh, as of um, February, the middle of February last year, uh, Udemy's affiliate program is run by Ratukan Linkshare, which is a huge affiliate um, platform. And you click on the button on Udemy, and it takes you through to the Linkshare sign-up for uh, publishers for Udemy, and it's all, all there. There you'll be expected to put in information about yourself or your company, your contact uh, information, uh, some information about your primary website, which is why it's critical you do actually have your own website. Uh, and then they, they want a bit more information about payments and, and there is an agreement you have to sign. And you when you fill in all the information they want on there, then you when you apply, it takes between three to four days, they say, to consider your application and come back. Now, I will say that if you initially get rejected, don't give up. Uh, there is a, an email address, which is affiliates at udemy.com, and you can email um, uh, Udemy, and I think it's Jess who runs the affiliate program, and you can ask her, so, you know, um, what in my application was in your view inadequate to prove to you to be approved as a um, an affiliate and that shows that you're serious about it that you're not in any way sort of spammy and fly by nighty and say well you want to show to us that you've got more traffic to your website or you've got to demonstrate you know your you've got more grasp of how to drive traffic whatever it is they come back on you can then work with them i mean you do me once good affiliates um, but they they do I think a, a quite reasonably a standard that they want to have their affiliates at. So not everybody gets approved automatically. But if you do get pushback, then then go in nicely and say, you know, please help me to understand what I have to do. Because mm. I think I think quite a people reading the boards, quite a few people when it, the subject comes up. You know, I think the rejection rate can seem, can, there is, you know, quite a few people do actually get rejected when they first apply. So that's a really top tip, John, you know, is that, you know, sometimes you, you just have to, you know, circumvent the automatic process and actually just have a conversation with them. And, and I've always found everybody at Udemy is always receptive to a, you know, a um, active conversation and, and you can open a dialogue with them. Mm. I just wanted to welcome Sue and Creature Design. Great to have you as usual, guys. Eileen and uh, Vivek, who we haven't said hello to, so we've got them in the Q and A, and that's great. We've got you there. So, what's so what's uh, you know so good courses to promote? Can you can you choose courses that you promote, John? Yeah, let's let's just take one step back. What I recommend okay. you do is that you um, the best way to get courses to promote is to get them directly from uh, instructors who you've got to know and um, that you can do through various Facebook groups um, I'm sure you can do it through this community as well but if you approach people and, and you know make it clear that you know you're a, a Udemy affiliate even if you're new at it like to work with that person can they create some coupons 
and some coupon codes exclusively for you, and, and you can discuss what the offer is, um, that you can then go and promote on their behalf through the affiliate scheme. And most, most um, instructors that I know will be open to that. Uh, what is dangerous is to go into some of the, um, the Facebook groups uh, which cover, um, you know, there are a lot of free coupon groups out there. And most actually are, um, are perfectly genuine. If you don't have a coupon code which has got one enough coupons in it, and secondly has got um, no deadline on it, so you know you can keep promoting it and it won't have shut off and then doesn't work, then um, you, know, you can end up doing a lot of work to promote a good and which doesn't work. So that's why it's good to do that. I mean, when I promote some of my courses to these groups, I do try and say, look, you know, the um, these coupons will expire. I'm or they've got such and such limit. But I always say, you know, affiliates are welcome. You know, if you want to, contact me. And and sometimes people do. So that that's an important point is is to actually try to build relationships with people. Yeah, because someone did that to me uh, with me this week, and what they basically did, uh, my. Google Plus local SEO course. They wanted to affiliate that. It's you know a popular course. It's doing well on Udemy, and they 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 approached me. But what was interesting was they asked me for two things. They said, "Can I have?" Because um, I don't know what it looks like from the other back end. I've not seen what you've seen, John. But basically, they've asked me for you know access to my promo video. They want a copy of my promo video, and before that, they wanted obviously a coupon to the course. So they've took the coupon to the course, they've gone through the course, you know, so they've seen that it's, you know, popular, but now they've also seen the course itself. They like the course and they still want to promote it. And then they asked for, you know, uh, a copy of my promo video that they, uh, my introduction that they can then use to thingy. So I thought that was quite interesting. What, what's your sort of thoughts on that, John? Well, the first thing is I'm always quite cautious when the first thing people ask for is a, um, a free coupon to the course because I have known people to use that as cover just to get a free coupon off you. So I think you need to be careful. I can look at any course on Udemy, uh, read the description, look at the outline of the course, look at the free preview videos to get a feel for the instructor's style and competence and judge whether it's a decent course. Plus you look at the, you re look and read the reviews and you can get a feel as to whether there's, there's, um, you know, they've been bought. You can um, look at the number of students, although, you know, we all know that a lot of people give away a lot of courses to get high numbers of students. It's it's a standard accepted um, strategy on Udemy to give your courses social proof. So I don't need to go through somebody's course to know whether or not I want to promote it and I need to promote it. And if I had to go through every course that I promote, in order to convince myself that it was fine for me to promote it, um, I would never get started on promotions. What I'm much happier doing is promoting instructors who I know because I've interviewed them and I've got to know them, produce good courses. Mm. So I'm confident that you produce great courses. I'm confident that Rob Coven produces great courses. And I'm very happy to promote your content. I don't need to go through your courses and actually probably I wouldn't be able to understand a lot of your courses. Some of them are, are way too, you know, too technical in some aspects for me. But um, so I'm, I'm slightly, slightly cautious of that approach. If they are genuinely reviewing 
every single course they go through. And maybe they're building a review site, which is niched around either SEO or photography or whatever it is. Then, then maybe they do have to go through the courses in great detail. But that way to build, um, you know, a volume, you know, uh, affiliate business. Okay. Okay. So that's some so very. I'm, I'm cautious. I'm cautious. Yeah, that's some really interesting insights there. On you know, uh, you know, so Creature Design's got a question there. I don't want to miss it. I just wanted to push this one out to you, John. How do you submit your own course? Course? How do you submit your own course for others to affiliate market? Is that an option on the course? So that's obviously um, Rob from Creature Design is new to you to me, and he's asking, can he? Um, you know, how does he sign his course up for to be affiliated? That is, I mean, I, I put out my coupons on a number of, of affiliate marketing uh, Facebook groups and encourage people to, um, and indeed encourage them to contact me. Finding affiliates, um, there are quite a lot out there. There actually isn't an easy way to reverse that channel. It's easier to, to find courses to affiliate than it is to find affiliates to sell your. So um, the answer is, uh, it's, actually, it's actually quite difficult. All you can do is to try to um, encourage when you're promoting your courses to make it clear with affiliates. And, and there is an affiliate group in Group, and you can post in there. Um, the problem with that group is only that it's difficult to tell from the composition of the group whether the members are affiliates or whether they're instructors because it's obviously a blend of both okay. so an excellent question to which um, there isn't a simple answer and if you're course then looking for affiliates to sell it is only one of many many marketing strategies you can adopt and you can only put the, um, the the crumbs of bread on the top of the the lake, um, and you know encourage the fish to bite because there isn't a, a homogenous Facebook group just filled with affiliates. Yeah, yeah. So it's almost um, better, would you say, then, John? From what I'm just correct me if I'm catching this sort of wrong, John. But it's almost better to just go through the the normal system, um, not worry too much about finding affiliates for your courses. It's more a case of affiliates will find you. Is that sort of fair? I, I think so. I mean, there's there's so many other things you can do to sell your courses that um, hunting down affiliates when you're automatically giving away um, effectively 75% of the sale price is not the most cost-effective thing to do. It's far better to put your own coupon codes out there where you get 97% of the sale price and promote those rather than um, get affiliates. And actually, very often, if you do put your own coupons out, we'll find that you get sales of those coupons, which affiliates have picked up. And just to make it even more complicated, you'll get a sale of that coupon, where, and we haven't talked about this yet, but we can touch on it, where somebody has come to Udemy as a result of an affiliate link. They have a seven-day cookie attached to them, and if they buy, if it's with your promo code within that seven day, that affiliate makes the money. He makes his 40 or 50%. So you only get your 25%.
So I would concentrate on selling your own coupons rather than, yeah, hunting affiliates. Yeah, so obviously that's, you know, the other side of the coin. So I just want to bring it back now to actually being an affiliate. Um, so you, you've said something uh, earlier about uh, – so in terms of the, the getting set up, we've made the application. Um, so what would – Philemon has actually, actually asked a question, which you sort of touched on earlier – but I'd like you to sort of give a full answer. How much time would you did dedicate for your affiliate marketing in total in systems, social media, et cetera? So how much time would you think people need to take to actually set their affiliate system up? And how much time a week would they then need to spend on their affiliate, do you think, John? Or would you, you know, can, you, can you quantify that? Is it possible? Um, I can I can try. I mean, I've just actually it's interesting. I've just signed up for Rescue Time, so I'll probably have more hard facts on that when I start getting that data back from Rescue Time, uh, which is a, a piece of software which measures what you. Um, I think the starting up process. Uh, you know, if you've got to set up a website, uh, that's obviously time consuming. If you've got to set up social media accounts properly, that's time consuming. But let's assume you've got a website in place, and let's assume you've got a um, a channel and a presence on Facebook, and and you've been around on Twitter for a little bit, and all the rest of it. Uh, the uh, and we haven't talked about how you how you promote, but I, I do most of mine on on Twitter, although I am looking at other platforms. So if I have a um, a campaign I want to send out, it's often um, either 20, 30, 40, or 50 tweets different, uh, all of which will center around the campaign, whether it's one Udemy-wide promo code or it's um, a group of courses or whatever it is, and setting that up takes probably about an hour you have to get the syntax of the tweet right you need to make sure you put the hashtags in to make sure it's found in search more easily you need to make sure you have certain words like uh, udemy hashtag udemy hashtag discount hashtag coupon that people are looking for uh, you may want to talk about hashtag discount you may want to talk about the the actual discount or you know what people are doing if, if you're promoting free courses, and I can talk to you about why that's a good idea, um, then you need to have the hashtag free. And setting up that, you then you've got to have your links. You've got to create your, um, uh, your you get to take the coupon code, and you've got to put it into Linkshare and create the affiliate link from that coupon code. Now, if that link is the same, going to the same place with the same code, you've only got to do it once. I then put it into a, a URL shortener because the affiliate link from Linkshare uh, is about three miles long. Um, you could probably do it as a single, it may not even fit in the tweet, but you, I put it into the Hootsuite link shortener, but you can put it into Bitly or whatever. So you end up with a short link. And then you have to, I, I schedule them. So I send them out at sh a schedule time. So you've then got to set up the times. Now, I have a, a spreadsheet full of times. I can just cut and paste whatever I want. So that takes me seconds. And once I've set that up, then I can repeat that campus. And to resend that campaign takes me about two minutes. The, the initial investment is the hour it sets, takes me to set up that, that campaign. And I could go into it in more detail because there are ways of setting up templates 
which means you can change keywords or move hashtags and things around in Excel, and then you can just copy and paste and concatenate the, the bits you want. That's quite complicated. But in essence, you set up a campaign and then you reuse it. And if the, the keyword changes, then that's the, the you know you, the 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 coupon code changes, then you have to have a way of changing that. But if you've gone to to Mark and said, "I'd like to promote your courses. Can I have a thousand coupons, evergreen?" And it's set up. Then I can run that that campaign maybe once a week on your for the next year. And you know the chances of getting a, a thousand sales on those courses, to be absolutely honest, is relatively small. So I've set it up once, and I can reuse it many times. So my unless I'm paying my um, affiliate marketing daily task takes between five and ten minutes. Okay, so there's there's so it sounds to me like there's a. There's a good investment in systems at the beginning. If you do that, if you invest in the systems at the beginning, what you're going to find is that you can actually get your time down then. It's more monitoring or maybe keeping your eye out for coupons, maybe updating spreadsheets. You can get that right down. But the importance is obviously the systems. And you're speaking to my heart here, John, because I'm a systems guy. You know, If I'm going to do anything, repetitive I am automatically go to a system and I think you've got to have that sort of mindset with this type of marketing haven't you D definitely mm, mm. okay so you know good courses to promote can we talk about maybe different strategies John would that make sense or is, is does that fit here do you think yeah no, that's a great great time to come on to that um let's talk first of all perhaps about categories because to the different categories and there are about i think there's about 17 categories i might be wrong because i haven't counted them for a little while and underneath that there's about 140 some categories and um you want to start off with uh, categories which are broad have a broad market which are have got lots of courses and lots of people like to be interesting so going straight for you know holistic yogic healing um, is probably not as clever a strategy as going for something like, um, you know, Master Excel. And so uh, the, the sorts of categories which do well to start with, if I want to, are the, the technology development, because people are looking to gain a specific skill. I think a lot of the categories under business do quite well, but, but keep them sort of broad, and, you know, practically based. The office productivity category does well. And things like photography, because there are a lot of creative people who are students in um, in uh, in Udemy, does well as well. So that's just four to point you towards. Um, you know, stay away from perhaps music uh, languages. I'm just doing this off the top of my head. The, the smaller categories to start with. Um, I made the point about the important instructors, and. If you're going to do this in the long term, then getting to know who the good instructors are, and and by good instructors, I don't mean the ones who necessarily sell the most courses, but there are guys who, who have got four, five, six courses, but are excellent instructors. And you want to be trying to make sure that you're selling excellent instructors. Narrowing it down a bit further and trying to be very specific and actionable, um, Look at courses within these categories that solve spe specific problems because they tend to be courses which are more successful on Udemy anyway. If they can't 
use Excel and they need to learn Excel for their business. That solves them a specific problem. If somebody has got, um, I mean, I'd take one of my courses, one of my early courses, my mergers and acquisitions course. Um, you know, it's a based introduction to mergers and acquisitions for which, as I discovered, the market on Udemy is not vast. It's a perfectly good course, but I, I wouldn't encourage you to promote that because it's too general. And I, you know, I'm, that's a reflection on my, my naivety when I made it. Uh, if you want some benchmarks, look for courses which have got more than a thousand students. We know that a lot of people, and I do it myself, um, particularly if you're launching a course, you either try to sell it very cheaply off on a forum somewhere to get lots of students in, but people do look at the number of students as confidence or proof that these, these are good courses. So that's a good benchmark, more than a thousand students. Ideally find courses which have got more than 10 reviews and have a quick check to see that they're good reviews. And you can see that how many stars are filled in, but go and check out a few of those reviews. Uh, frankly, the more the merrier, but you really want at least 10. And I will also check the course content because there are some very short, which never fill me with a huge degree of confidence. Now, I think the ideal length of a course on Udemy is about an hour and a half. And if you want to benchmark on number of lectures rather than have to everything, add everything up, it's about 30 lectures, I would say. But again, if you look through the description of the course, one of the pieces of information which is always provided is number of lectures and the time of, involved in the content. So these are things which you can go and check to convince yourself that you're actually looking at a, at a good course. Try and find instructors who have got multiple courses and then try and get coupons for all those courses because if he's a good instructor and somebody buys one course they're likely to want to buy another course from the same instructor so if you're out there promoting that instructor you might as well be promoting just a single course now in my analysis of Udemy and I go I would basically I would go and analyze the whole platform about every six months um, yeah I can see who's got the most courses and how many people have got multiple courses. And if you want a benchmark, then look for people who've got six courses or more. That's a good starting point to know that you're dealing with an experienced instructor, a multiple range of content. Um, going on with more points, um, look for price, high, higher price courses. And again, I would say over $90, not because you're gonna sell them at this price, but because people like to see they're getting value for money and the optimum selling coupon price, and this maps what Udemy does, is either $19 or $10. So if you're out promoting, I would strongly suggest you start by getting coupons at $19 or $10, even accepting you into that. But if I'm offering you a coupon for a course which is normally $29 and you're offering it to me at $19, or a course which is $197 and you're offering it to me at $19, which one tickles me the most? Well, obviously I'm feeling I'm getting a much better deal from the much more expensive course. So, you know, little indicator to put in your checklist of things. Now, you, you don't have to find that meets all these criteria, but if you're not matching up with about half of them, you're probably looking at the wrong instructor and the wrong course. Does that, does that help? Very specific. And, and trying to give people as much objective information as possible. Yeah, it does. I think what it does, it just helps people to, you know, 
um, map a criteria, like you say, that no one's maybe going to fit everything, but you know, it gives you some quality indicators. So what do you think about, John, the idea of, let's just say for me, let's just say if I decided, you know, I do a lot of online marketing. So my brand is online marketing. That's what, you know, if you come to me, essentially, you're going to find online marketing, video marketing. Um, you're going to get some photography thrown in because I'm a commercial photographer by trade as well as, you know, a, a marketing, run a marketing company. So... Would you then would you then suggest it was good maybe that I was looking for marketing courses to put out because that's the people that tend to follow me socially that's what they expect from me would you use that strategy maybe someone's interested in food they find all the food courses and market them would you what would you think about that strategy with your experience yeah, I think of actually doing it yeah I think if you're going to do a sort of review site so you if you've got um a blog and you want to put out um a, a blog post which says you know ten really interesting uh, marketing courses from udemy and related offers or whatever you're going to do then um knowing that your website for marketing and then they're going to find these wonderful brilliant marketing offices that's great um certainly pushing niches of courses where um, uh, you know value around something which you know they're potentially going to be interest, interested in works works well and particularly if they're coming to something like an authority site to do it if you're however um, doing what I would call sort of broadcast marketing which I do on Twitter then I rely on the hashtags to get people to find what I'm marketing um, I'm more concerned that they're going to get a good result when they click through because they found something that they've been searching for and it's good quality. And my um, channels on um, on Twitter are more focused around um, coupons and about one around um, tech uh, tech tech courses. But my discount coupons, I, I'm flagging up. Here's where you can come and find discount coupons, and then you can search for the, the types of courses you it, it i think both approaches can work it just depends on on how what sort of audience you're trying to deliver and if you've got a marketing audience that's great then feed them marketing courses if you've got a twitter channel focused on tech feed um if you choose to have a broader approach um, and you're relying on the search function to help them find what you're looking for as long as you created the syntax of, of your um you know and you've made it seoable you know you optimize for search engines um then the search algorithms in the the in, in in the search engines delivering your um offering to the uh to the right person okay so we were talking earlier uh, a word of warning i've got a note here in the green room we just quickly discussed i don't know if we've already covered it john uh cookie i've called it cookie kidnapping which is probably makes no sense to you now because i can't remember why i wrote that but you uh you said you wanted to bring something up about oh yes i remember yeah. that yes yes it's it's zero it's when you get a sale in your um link share account and it's for zero dollars and when I first saw this, when they first transferred to LinkShare, because this didn't happen in the old Udemy system, I was getting probably 90% of my sales, and I'm doing air quotes now, um, were for $0, for no money at all. And I was thinking, God, I've got 600 sales this month. 
and the systems for thousands of dollars what's going on here and what it is is that you've brought somebody to udemy they're cookied and we've talked about the cookie before now so for the next seven days anything they buy you will get your affiliate um, income on if they take a free course the uh, link share system still picks that up and recount but because it's a free course it's a zero so you'll see a lot of zero sales but that's because a lot of people pick up free courses. They get into Udemy and they're looking for a topic. And the first thing they'll probably normally do is search for free courses and see what they can find before they spend money. So don't be put off quirk of the way the system works um, and, being, um, and you're, roll you're with not, the punches and don't robbed, worry about it. John. You're not being yeah. robbed, John. It's just a kink in the system. Okay, so you said earlier, I just remembered when we just talked about the free courses, you said some you said something which which oh it's almost sounded counterintuitive when you said it you said promote don't be frightened to promote free courses and we didn't get a chance to discuss that so i just wanted to come back to that ex excellent segue because it's the flip side of what we just said because um people like to get free courses if you advertise a free course and you attach your affiliate link to it um and they go into you that free course you've activated that seven day cookie. Oh. And if they then on day five, go and buy something else, you get paid. So it is just as worth promoting free courses as it is promoting um, paid courses, because uh, although the strategy is, is the inverse one of the other, um, you would have a very good chance that you will activate the cookie and that they will spend some money within seven days and you'll get paid out on a completely different course that you weren't promoting anyway oh that's an excellent tip especially i presume if there's like a, a promotion going on maybe an, a coupon code because that's when people will be tending to sort of buy but yeah i get what you're saying now because obviously it's free because it's tied to you for seven days anything they do on the site for seven days is your income that's a, a great tip and also then as well when you're sharing into your stream you know, if people are seeing free stuff coming through, they're going to appreciate your stream a little bit more because you're giving them the heads up on free courses, correct? Yeah. Very true. Yeah. 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 So, um, there's a question from Creature Design. I just want to pick this one up. Is there an option to co produce a course rather than doing it alone? and getting others to promote. Does collaboration work the same way as affiliate marketing? No, it doesn't. Um, what happens there, Rob, is if you co-create a course on Udemy, and it's gotta be a co-created course, you can't just add someone's name to it. Google, uh, Udemy really cracking down on that at the moment. You've actually, both instructors have got to add value to the course. Then both instructors can market the course, but it's not an affiliate marketing uh, scheme. What that is, is you're both sharing the fruits of your labors so to speak but it's not affiliate it's you get uh, 50 percent they get 50 percent uh, do you have any thoughts on that john yeah I, I mean i'm just doing this at the moment with launching an amazon related course and um i guess i've done about 60 percent of it he's done about 40 percent of it but he's added a huge amount of value because he's got a a lot more experience of doing um various different types of affiliate uh, not affiliate of, of, of online selling that i don't um advantage for us both is that we can sell this course into both of our students 
our student bodies on Udemy. So I can sell one of my courses through him to his students on Udemy, and he can sell effectively one of his courses to my students on Udemy, and those students get to know another instructor. And we split the income 50-50. So we're, it's not an affiliate thing, but it is a, a promotion. And yes, just adding your name to it, they won't allow you to do it. But um, providing you both um, create, you know, basically half the, the lectures each, then, um, and this course is still in review, so I'm, <laughs> we're not out the woods yet. But um, it, it, that was a genuine co-production. Uh, it's not just a co-promotion. Yeah, because Udemy are really cracking down on that, aren't they, John? They don't want people just signing up, you know, someone creating a course and, you know, and I've got nearly 9,000, I think, now students. They don't want you just coming to me and saying, hey, Mike, you've got 9,000 students. Look, I've got 12,000 a mile. Why don't we just put both our names on the course and just send out promotional emails once a week? They're cracking down. You've actually got, and I understand that, you've actually got to add value, you know, to you can, both people have got to add value to the course. You can abuse it too easily because what I could do is I can say, right, I'm going to take you off the course next month and I'm going to put somebody else on it. Mm. So I could, I could effectively tout the course around other people's student bodies and I can completely mm. undergard that as being um, unfair and, and they, 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 they don't think, well, they basically forbid you from doing it, which is, which is fine. Yeah. The best way to work with Udemy is, is to work within their systems. They own the football pitch. They own the baseball pitch or the, the soccer pitch or whatever you want to say. They make the rules, trying to make the rules fair for everybody, and they're trying to make the rules uh, to make sure that the students get the best possible experience. And you just have to work with them on you know how they want to play it. And the rules change all the time. Yeah, and I think what it is, they're refining all the time, aren't they? They're refining, they're yeah. growing as a platform, and you're going to expect that at the beginning. So the things that maybe you could do three months ago that were blurring the lines in three months' time, you won't be able to do. So there's no point in blurring the lines on Udemy because at some point it's going to catch up with you, and we see that happening to instructors all the time. So um, Eileen obviously mentioned that you know uh, that she was a member of Rakitan, and Rakitan was the name before Linkshare. Is that correct, John? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. So if anyone's uh, got a Rakitan account, um, you know it's now Skillshare. Just a little bit of side information there. I don't know how useful that is to people. So I've got a question here, John. It's common mistakes to avoid, and what's you know, you've gone through the whole process. You've been doing it since 2013. You've you've learned the hard way, and obviously, you've got an excellent course now, which shortcuts people. Um, but they've had it. They've had a lot of really good information here, and I really appreciate you giving away so much stuff for free. And I, I hope the audience do as well. But I do strongly recommend you go and check out John's course. We are. I have um, badgered John into giving me a discount code, which I'm going to put in the YouTube description below. But what sort of if I said to you, what are the things, the mistakes to avoid when you first start? What's, what's the common mistake, do you think, that people make when they come to affiliate marketing? Well, this is, this is really a summary of my view of how to deal with, particularly with Udemy, rather than, I, I can't really speak about general, but keeping very focused on Udemy. And, and I'm really convinced I've made in this course, but 
Um, make sure you, when you're promoting a course, you've got a decent number of coupons, ideally exclusive coupons, and they have no deadline, so you can keep on doing it. There's nothing worse than sending a potential student to a link and it doesn't work, because they'll just think, this guy's spammy, he's, you know, yeah, and, and they'll, they'll just never come back to your, your links. And therefore, just lifting coupons from other sites doesn't necessarily work. It's a great way to find instructors who want affiliates to promote their courses. But I do strongly recommend you approach them and say, can you make a coupon just for me? This is how I'm going to promote it. Um, and ideally, I have 1,000 coupons and no deadline. So you know that it's effectively evergreen. Um, don't get coupons which are too cheap. Not much point in, in offering a $1 coupon when you can be offering a $10 and $9 coupon. Don't get coupons which are too expensive. So there's no good really trying to sell a $299 coupon off a $499 course. Um, if you ever get a conversion on it, that'll be probably approaching some form of miracle, particularly in the light of all the other discounts that are floating around. Um, not building an affiliate business, and you've touched on this as well, Market, that is scalable and repeatable. Approach it as a bait systems, do things in a way that it's easy to replicate going forward so that you put the minimum required effort in at the front and you then spend the minimum going forward. If you're redoing everything from scratch all the time, um, it'll just take over your life. So avoid, if you can, manual promotion. Try and find a way of scheduling it. Try to create um, campaigns that you can um, re reuse or, or alter and reuse. Uh, avoid very niche courses. We've talked about this. Try and find courses. And I gave you some criteria to help identify. Start by looking at, at the big, broad categories. And one little tip I haven't mentioned, but if you look down the Udemy, if you go into a, a Udemy category and you can see the Categories. Below that, you can see the number of courses in that category because they group the um, the beginners courses and the intermediate courses, and then they group the the free and the paid courses. And there's another group, and you'll find that all those numbers add up to the same number, which is the number of um, courses in that category. And, and some categories have got six up fifty in. And by just looking at that number, you can see it at a glance the category or the subcategory is. Um, avoid courses with very few students or um, no reviews. The possible exception to that is when Mark produces his latest new course, which is going to be brand new, then there's an opportunity, even though it's it's got very few reviews because it's brand new, very few students because it's brand new, to market another one of Mark Timberlake's wonderful new courses. You know there's an audience out there for it, and you're in on ground zero promoting a new course and there's likely to be disproportionate demand because it's brand new so that's the, the mm. perhaps the flip on that yeah. and whatever you do on, John. sorry i was gonna say yeah, the last point was simply avoid poor instructors really do your homework and try to work with good quality instructors because if people take a course and it's a great course so i think Oh, I remember where I found that that course from. I'm going to go back and see if he's got any other good recommendations. Mm -hmm. If it's a if it's a rubbish course, then they'll be disappointed, and the opposite will apply. That's awesome! Excellent, excellent, excellent tips. And I think um, what I'm going to do is sort of wrap up on on those points. I'm just going to let you know what I'm going to be putting below. If you've got to the end of the thing, there's you know we're going to put um, we're going to put John's 
uh, coupon code in there. And obviously, I suggest you go and take the course because he's going to have a lot of stuff in there that's really going to help you get that initial investment, you know, set up. Because, you know, I've learned, even before I came to Udemy, I developed the philosophy of you go and find the expert and then you buy from the expert. And the code I'm putting in the bottom, by the way, is not an affiliate link of mine in any way, shape or form. This is John's direct code. We're going to put that in there. And that's there for you to... Uh, take advantage of and learn if you're looking into this and especially if you're looking into this at some point in the future also as well with sme heroes uh, we're always looking for affiliates we have all our courses on our site so if you're interested in becoming affiliates for us running our courses we're always interested on that so just get in touch with me on that i'll actually put a link uh, in the video here uh, no this side no did it wrong uh, you'll see a link trust me and um, we can we can think, and I'll also put some uh, Udemy course creation uh, offers in the link below. I really want to thank John for the thing, and I just want to give him a last chance to give us any summary or points or anything that he didn't think we covered. I just wanted to give you one reason why you might find my course helpful. I don't want to give you the hard sell. I show you the systems that I use, and I give you the templates on all the spreadsheets that you need. And if you do nothing else, then you might find that uh, worthwhile and and helpful. And the coupon, by the way, is for a it's a nineteen dollar coupon. The, I actually can't even remember what the course normally costs, but it's certainly either ninety seven or one ninety seven. But but it's a nineteen dollar coupon is is what I put in, and it's very generous of Mark not to stick an affiliate link on it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Rob from Creature Designs, give us some great takeaways as usual. Number one, read the affiliate guidelines. Guidelines is not ideal for everyone. Two, invest in the system, be organized and repeatable. Number three, affiliates will find you. Uh, ask to be contacted, make sure you're available. Uh, and, you know, look for six plus courses, competent structures, evergreen coupons, avoid going too niche. So Rob always gives us an absolute brilliant takeaway and I really appreciate you doing that for us. So I just want to say thank you for watching. Hope you've enjoyed this with John. It opens up that whole other side of Udemy. You know, you don't have to create courses to make money on Udemy. If you've got a social following and you know a little bit about internet marketing or you're willing to learn, there's uh, revenue can be made here. And you see, you know, John shared his income, you know, two, three hundred dollars a month. Remember, he only does, you know, five, ten minutes every day. So that's not bad. And that's going to scale. I know over time it's going to scale. Um, so just think about what you can do with this. So thank you for watching, and we look forward to catching you, catching up with you on another edition of uh, uh, OV Community Chat or OV Member Spotlight Sessions. Thank you.